0: Hello everyone and welcome back to The Insane Minds Complicated People. My name is Marcus and today I am joined by your host, Isabel. Yo yo yo. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about none other than Rick and Morty. So, hey. anyone that knows what Rick and Morty is knows that it is probably one of the best shows animated shows on television. So, Rick and Morty has actually recently just released its uh, fifth season. Uh, I missed its premiere, and goddamn, I hate all four because it only. It, things expire after a while instead of t- having a whole series on there. So we could only get two episodes. I was like, I'm not spoiling that for myself. So i got to wait till it comes out on Netflix or reruns. We're going to be talking about Rick and Morty seasons one to four, as they are the ones that we have uh, watched and other ones that are currently available on netflix so rick and morty premiered a couple years ago now on adult swim and adult swim is basically just where all the adult cartoons kind of run uh i i could be mistaken if i say that it also runs it's like late night cartoon network but i could be wrong but yeah it it was brilliant It is brilliant. And it is created by Dan Harmon. Now, if you don't know who Dan Harmon is, he is also the creator of one of my favourite sitcoms, Community. So Community follows uh, a bunch of goofy and wacky characters in a community college. And that was written, and their tagline was, their kind of motto was uh, 60s in the movie. Uh, Still waiting on that movie. But Dan Harmon basically created that, and he... Did pretty well apart from season 4 when he got fired, but otherwise, it wasn't too bad. And then he went off after creating a really successful sitcom, and he decided to create Rick and Morty. Now, it depends on which order you've watched these in, depends on what, which one you'd know first, like, I would instantly recognize Community. But I was also aware he made this, so I was like, well, it's only natural to watch Rick and Morty. Now i finished watching Rick and Morty, I binged the entire four seasons in, like, a week, so, I mean, why not? And, uh, anyway, that ended up with me being absolutely obsessed with Rick and Morty. Now, Rick and Morty has the main characters, which is the father, Jerry, the mother, Beth... You've got Summer, who is Morty's sister. Morty is unsurprisingly the son of Beth and Jerry, and then you got their grandpa, who is Rick. So you've got some extra characters which we will mention, like Mr. Poopy Butthole and uh, Mr. Meeseeks, who are very good characters indeed. and uh, pretty much, The show follows mainly, in the first few seasons, just Rick and Morty, but then later on the characters develop and you begin to see more of Beth and more of Jerry, and Summer even tags along on some of their adventures. So, I have a list of questions here, and I'm going to be going through them just like I did last week's episode. Let's start off with Isabel. Who is your favourite character and why? It's
1: gotta be Rick reason being i like how he just doesn't care like at all and he's so chill over like everything i feel like i can definitely relate to him
0: yeah rick is definitely uh like as you say, he's a very relatable character for some people. Like, th- that's that's the thing about Rick and Morty. You either relate to one or the other. Like, you're either that person that always panics in situations, or you're the one that's just like, well, I'm going to die anyway, kind of thing. Yeah, What's going
1: wrong right in front of me. Am I going to do anything about it? Nah, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Like, he, he just, his nonchalant attitude, like, he just, he has this, Attitude where he just doesn't care. Like he'll be getting shot at and he'd be like, Come on, Morty, do this, and Morty'll be like, No, no, Rick, no, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And he's like, Just do it, Morty. Yeah. It's, he like he has no he doesn't really care for anyone else, which is uh mm. or at least in the first few seasons anyway, he kind of developed and it kind of becomes more apparent that he does actually love his family. But um yeah, it's it's it, it's brilliant. It's uh like he, he is a brilliant character and I would have to say he's definitely my favourite too, but, side note, Mr. Meeseeks, also a very good character, like, who, who just doesn't love Mr. Meeseeks, he kind of reminds me of, uh, oh god, I had it in my head a second ago, like, there's this character in something I watched, and they're just, like, highly suicidal, oh, do you know what, do you know what, it's not a show, it reminds me of Mr. Muffin, like Mr. Meeseeks reminds me of Mr. Muffin from Astef movie. Cause he just he just wants to die. Like he completes his task and he's like, I wanna die. Like you know, do you know who I'm on about as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just that he's just that kind of character. He's like, Well, I wanna die. So mm. yeah. Mr. Meeseeks. I mean, what what are your opinions on Mr. Meeseeks? <laughs>
1: I didn't really like that episode when we were first introduced to him. I just thought it was kind of repetitive and just unnecessary, to be honest, a little bit annoying, but that's just me. Um, I do kind of like uh, what you were just saying though, how when he's done his task, he wants to kill himself. That's, hmm. <laughs> I see what you're saying with that. That was probably the only main um, interesting part about it for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, the first the first episode where you get introduced to him and they trying to help Jerry with golf. I've um I found myself relating to that in some situations. Like there's there's the sometimes when uh like I'll be playing as a team in like some I'll be playing Rainbow Six Siege as a team or Rocket League, don't kill me, Rocket League as a team, and we'll be like doing the same thing over and over again and just not able to do it. And we just always someone will in the group will send that Mr. Meeseeks video. Because it's just like we're trying to do it over and over and over again, and we we just joke about calling Mr. Meeseeks, and that's what it'd end up being like. Not exactly the most relatable topic for everyone, but that's how that's how it goes for us sometimes.
1: Yes. <clears throat> Why doesn't my yes sound like that? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Favorite villain in the show. So technically, it's it, there aren't that many villain villains. Um. Because every episode, unlike un- it, it, unlike a lot of other shows where it's completely linear, each episode takes after the other, it's one of those shows where each episode has its own beginning, middle, and end, and then also has a linear plot running through each season. So I wouldn't necessarily say there's any uh, any villains, but more... I know this is. People are going to call me out on this and say, antagonist and villain are the same thing, but there's a difference between, I think, a straight up villain and an antagonist who kind of doesn't help the situation, but isn't outright evil. In terms of villains, now, I, I, there's this episode. Uh, I believe it's in the first season when we first meet Mister Poopy Butthole, and that episode in particular is there's this, uh, parasite, and it kind of, it, it infects, like, your brain or something, and makes you believe that you've seen people before, and they change into people, and they implant memories, and then their goal is, like, to take over the world or whatever, and I think that's just one of my favorite, uh, favorite kind of moments, like, a villainous moment, because they're just so, it's just such a good episode, and I think it's so well written, Like, there's so many of them, and they do so much, and the memories, and you're trying to constantly decipher who they have and haven't met. And of course you think you know, because you see Mr. Poopy Butthole and you're like, I've never seen him before, which is obviously the, uh, I guess he's, I I guess for, in a way, he's Mr. Poopy Butthole, because he's the butt of that joke, because he is the butt of that entire episode, because you're constantly going, it's Mr. Poopy Butthole, he's not been there, he's not been there. Turns out he's a real character, just we haven't seen him in any of the episodes. He does later reappear. But I think that episode in particular was written so well that the the villains were just... I, I think they came across in the right way. They weren't overly annoying, and there were a lot of them. And there's moments where you're getting frustrated, but frustrated in a right, in the right way of like... He's the villain. Just you, you know it. You know it. A bit of dramatic irony, but there isn't anything where you're kind of going, like, "Oh, just get it over with. This is boring. Just get it over with." Like, so that that's personally where I would uh, say my favorite, favorite villain slash antagonist would be. What about you, Isabel?
1: I say the Zegurians are probably like very interesting because I like how they put. Um, Rick and Woody in, like, a simulation into thinking that they escaped when they didn't. I thought that was very clever, actually. Um, but I think that's that's all I can really say about it. I thought that was kind of cool. Um,
0: yeah. No, yeah. I, I have to agree with you as well. That is a, also another great episode, because it's all about them. They're, they're all sort of going after one another. Like, he's like, oh, they do this to me all the time. Again, one of the classic Rick moments where he's just like, Oh, well, <laughs> they've done this to me before, and I've always escaped. And then he escapes, and it becomes kind of Inception, where you can't tell what's real and what's fake, and it, it it's just kind of cool. It's like The Matrix as well. Like, they're just in a simulation, and then they keep going into different simulations, and they just can't seem to find a way out before eventually they escape. And uh, the title of that episode was "Might Night Aliens," So... If anyone knows M. Night Shyamalan, get the reference, but it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a good episode, and I think, um, I think, uh, again, I think it's just one of the more cleverly written episodes, although I think all of the episodes are cleverly written. Uh, so the next question would be, what is your favourite moment in Rick and Morty? So, uh, I will go first. So, in, in terms of, um, moments, it actually happens repeatedly, and it would be interdimensional cable. So, anyone that has actually seen Community will kind of get where this concept comes from. So, each season in Community, uh, well, almost every season, they had a paintball episode where the entire college would go into a paintball game, and it would just be, like, you had Modern Warfare, which was the Season 6 paintball, and then you had the uh the two-part, I think Season 2, a uh, cowboy-themed Old West-themed paintball episode and so that was like a recurring uh a recurring joke I guess. And then you move into Rick and Morty where the same concept applies with the interdimensional cable. Where once almost every season, uh like community, they had this one episode where they would repeat the uh, repeat kind of gags. And it was pretty much where they would just watch interdimensional cable, uh interdimensional television. And so pretty much with, uh, yeah, interdimensional cable, they'd be watching television from the galaxy and you'd find all these weird and wacky and wonderful shows and they were all, they all had their own sort of unique jokes and you had like the planet where everyone's faces are bums and you had that really long door advert. I I don't know if anyone remembers that one, but there's this really long door advert and they just sit there and watch it and then turn it off. And it's it's just such a good episode again. I think it was really done. I think it was done quite well. And again, it's one of those recurring jokes, which I think was one of the better things about Rick and Morty it, and Dan Harmon's ability. Also, I feel like I haven't given enough credit to Justin Roiland as well, who I believe also voices Rick, but is also one of the creators. But yeah, it, it pretty much the they did that they did this kind of episode. And I think each sort of every, like it would keep repeating. And there's that time when, uh, what was it? When Jerry was in hospital and he had to get his p- removed, uh, almost had to have his p- removed to to save someone else's life because your p- is like that heart. But then you have that one and they end up sitting in the lobby of the, the lobby of the hotel. What was I on about there? Uh, they sit in the waiting room of the hospital and pretty much they just sat there looking at the TV and then Interdimensional Cable comes on. Whoa. Although that is actually, I don't think, the entire plot of the episode, but Interdimensional Cable is kind of featured in there. But it's, uh, it's definitely a spectacle. and something that you look forward to every season. I don't actually know whether Season 5 has Interdimensional Cable again, but yeah, it's brilliant. I, I really love it. Isabel, what would you say your favourite moment is?
1: I- Liked it when um, they Rick and Morty took Jerry to Jerry Daker. I thought that was kind of funny because um, Jerry wasn't like really sure whether he liked it or not because like he kept getting uh, distracted by all of like the things he liked there uh, and conversations with himself. But then every so often he'd like remember that he wanted he needed to get out. And I just it reminds me of me <laughs> so much. It's so funny. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was really good. I like the different dimensions they have. They're also like, they're very cleverly thought out.
0: Yeah, I think the, um, just, you just mentioned dimensions there. It's also worth mentioning that Rick and Morty are not actually their own dimensions of Rick and Morty, which just kind of complicates things even more. So If you ever want to think about the lore of Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty aren't the real Rick and Morty um, of their dimension, so... Just just one for you there, but <clears throat> yeah, Jerry daycare brilliant Jerry daycare is um it's one of the other ones I thought of as well. He definitely, as you say, he gets distracted a lot by himself and the things he likes, and it, it the best thing is that Rick knows that it's there, and it is just this it's as if it's been it's as if this specific Rick has done it before, but I don't think he has because Jerry would have remembered. But they all had a ticket, and he's like, "Oh, was it to Morty? Don't lose the ticket, otherwise we won't know which was which." And then at the end, you don't really know which Jerry is which because he uh, loses the ticket, I think. So who knows? Maybe they picked up the wrong Jerry.
1: Perhaps they did.
0: Uh, then you have uh, the next question. So uh, next question, then, which would be: Who would you say is the most annoying character in Rick and Morty as well?
1: mm, Yeah. What was his name? Me me me. Me six. me six. I think I think you can kind of understand why from what I was saying before, like the repetitive the repetitiveness of it. Um and his voice, his voice, I dunno I just really couldn't sit well with that character. The whole idea of him threw me off a little bit. And when it um when he duplicated that many times, it was just like a noise. <laughs> an annoying noise
0: so i would have to agree with you on mr Meeseeks, and the only reason why i would agree with you on mr Meeseeks, despite him being a favorite of mine just like Gon was in the hunter, hunter episode he's also i can see why um mr Meeseeks would also be annoying because um that episode in particular i didn't i i think some of it did get a little bit repetitive as you said but he is i think one of the i think he's deliberately annoying yeah. Which is why I, f- I find him annoying. I don't find him annoying because he, like, he's unintentionally annoying. I think he just is supposed to be an annoying character, which is why I find him annoying. Yes. So what would you say the best season is of Rick and Morty?
1: Um, well, I'd say it's probably going to be... Which, which 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 was the season where Beth and Jerry got res- uh, divorced? Because I swear... Um...
0: I think that was season three.
1: Yeah, season three. Isn't that when uh Jerry mostly came on a few adventures with uh Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah, I th- I I liked him. I liked him with Rick and Morty. I like I I the little um. What would you say the bonding they had, and how he was always so like clueless and everything, and he was just casually going along with it. You know, I just I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah. I'll agree with you on that as well. Season three was definitely the better one. Yeah, so season three had, like, the best character development. And also, Jerry, as you said, like, he appears on more adventures. And there's also, I think, the season as well where he goes out and dates that alien. That, um yeah, Kiara, I think it is. the Ki- Kiara the alien. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah. But, and he, like, she's kind of dating him to get back at her ex. And then... She, then he's dating her to get back at Beth, and then at the end of that season, they'd get back together, but then the whole clone thing happens, the Clone Wars, as I'm going to call it from now on, because that sounds like an appropriate title, but yeah, season three, definitely one of the best seasons, season one is just good, because season one of a show is always good, like, it's when you get to, it's when you're new to things, and every, the characters are new, you're new and you're seeing it for the first time. Like, that's that's a pure moment right there. If you could imagine what a Rick and Morty adventure would be like, what would be your ideal Rick and Morty adventure?
1: Going, going to a dimension full of me's to see the different versions of me's that would be epic. Because then, then I could see, like, multiple different personalities and see, like, which ones suit me or don't suit me. I don't know.
0: Is my ideal Rick and Morty adventure would be something sort of similar. Like, I would go around, and I would go to the different realities, and I'd like to see the different kind of, the different ways that I live my life. And then I'd also, also what I'd do is I would, like, kidnap myself, and then I would be in my life for that one day, and I'd see how different it is.
1: Oh, yeah! Yeah, you got it, you got it
0: and that concludes today's episode if you'd like to see more of us you can find us on twitter and instagram at mindspeoplepc we also have a discord server which will be linked in the description of today's episode so we have a lovely friendly welcoming community if you'd like to go over there check us out maybe say hi we'd love to see you over there we also have a youtube channel which is the same name as the podcast so if you went over there give us a like and a subscribe we'd really appreciate that and also drop a comment In the comments section if you'd like to see any other episodes and we also have an email which is contact.complicatepeople at gmail.com so if you have anything to say to us and you aren't over on YouTube shoot us an email over there and we will get back to you and may even feature your response on this podcast and Not only that, but we also have a website which will also be linked in the description of today's episode. So if you would like to go over there, and if you don't know what to watch, we'll recommend you a few episodes. And it also tells you a little bit more about the podcast. And also, if we have any sources from any of our recent episodes, they'll also be linked in the description, uh, in the description, on the website, in our sources page, so at least you can see where we're getting our information from. So, just before we go, I'd just like to thank Isabel for joining me today. Thank you, Isabel.
1: That's all right, man.
0: And I'd like to thank you guys at home for listening, and we will see you again next week. Thank Adios. you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye.
1: Bye bye.